At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. As my lovely co-host loves to say, I'm back from vacation. Back from vacay. And better than ever. Look at all. I don't I mean, are, are you better than ever? The You know, uh, we still got a little voice. We've still, still working a, on a the little, voice A little here. voice thing. It's little. a little It's a little something. But like I said last time, like, I kind of wish this was my voice normally. The high pitch thing doesn't really let's work Let's let the people me. decide. Tweet it. Do you like her voice better now or her normal voice? Come let, on. Yeah, I'm let's very demilo. Let's see, because it'll be That's one of those I things feel. where she will work very hard at mm-hmm. staying mildly sick so that she can keep <laughs> this voice if, if you like this voice better. Then I get more days off. That's <laughs> That's yeah, how that there, works. There right? uh, welcome into Visa and Final Countdown. Sorry about Antonio and Matt Brown with you. What a weekend to ring in the new year between the greatest college football playoff semifinals that we have seen since that this thing has began in an NFL Sunday, certainly for the books. Lots of playoff picture conversation ahead when it comes to the NFL. We got a big one tonight on Monday Night Football as well with the Bengals and Bills. So we are going to have uh, a banger of a show, I think, today to open up 2023. Two hours might not be enough. 2023, a whole entire new year, a I whole, know. a whole, I know, really, how, how long will it be until you actually write 2023 on things? Are you one I of those My rundown today, I did it. Oh, well, good for you. Yeah. I'm not, we're I'm off not to a great start here. I'll write 2022 for at least six weeks and then it'll be like, okay, now, now it's 2023. See, what I do is I get in a good rhythm off the start of the year. I'm like, okay, I am very aware 2023, new year, new me, new everything we're going and I'm in. And then we get to like February, March. And the 2022 start creeping back in on my paper. Do you want to know why? Because my year 
is football season to football season, and it's uh, not an actual calendar year. And so, like, that's why for so me. So come next August, that's a, when you'll have 2023. It's like all, it'll be all, it'll be 2023, like once the Super Bowl is over this year. It's like I I just go Super Bowl to Super Bowl. Okay, My valid. calendar year, yeah. Uh, two and a half in favor of the Bills right now on the road against Cincinnati. Fifty and a half is your total. So this has moved. Everywhere, two and a half. So it is is two and a half at every book rest of country right now. If you want to, uh, if you want to get in on Cincinnati, it's the best number you've seen in uh, since this thing's popped up. Are you surprised the way that this thing has fluctuated? Because it opened Bills minus two and a half. We saw it go all the way down to one, maybe pick, and now it keeps on rising back in the Buffalo's favor here. I mean, I, I imagine people who weren't paying a ton of attention to the NFL lines and stuff who are off work today because it's a holiday and stuff looked and go, wait, the bills are only a point favor, a point and a half favorite. Like that can't be right. And came in and, and took them at under a field goal. It, it kind of makes sense to me. I think that the perception for this bills team and look, do power ratings here. You guys know I had them number one mm-hmm. as my, as my number one rated team. So I'm not saying that they're not, you know, I, these are one, two for me, right? So I mean, like th- this is a very, very, very close game, a very even matchup in my opinion. Uh, and so I think a lot of people are looking at this and saying, okay, well, you know, all things created equal. I'll take the team at under a field goal that I think is the best team in the NFL. My only problem with that is just that if we think these teams are fairly equal, which I do mm-hmm. given my power ratings, given where I would have put this thing, like, you know, and if we give, we're not giving three anymore for home field advantage. We're not really even given two. Let's say, let's say we give it a point or something like that for, for home, home field advantage and all that. I mean, you know, it was basically telling us this was basically a coin flip, right? I mean, like this was basically a coin flip for the majority of the week, and I do feel that way. I think if anyone has come on here, hopefully not on this network, but any of the stuff that any of the stuff that you consume from a media standpoint, if anyone thinks they have this amazing edge in this game or some sort of amazing mm-hmm. angle, then they're just blowing smoke. Because I mean, it is it's two awesome offenses, it's two awesome defenses, it's two awesome quarterbacks. There's playmakers on both sides of the ball. I mean, it's it's really truly, it's I I am so 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 excited for this game. Like I am so stoked for this game tonight, but uh, going to be great weather. We're not going to worry about any yeah. of that stuff. Like this, all these things that can make this game terrible. There's no major injuries that we really have to worry about from, from a, like making this game bad. Cause I mean, listen, the thing with Lyle Collins, he went down last week, the, the right tackle. If you don't know who Lyle Collins is the right tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals. And a lot of people are saying like, Oh, this offensive line and burrow. And he's going to, you know, he's been sacked so much and now he's down his right tackle and yada, yada. Lyle Collins. If you, if you get into the grades for every tackle that has played at least 100 snaps so far this year, from a pass-blocking standpoint, he is graded 94th out of 98 If uh, of every tackle that has taken 100 pass-blocking snaps this year. He's allowed five sacks. He's allowed 34 pressures on Joe Burrow. So, listen, do you want to have your starter out there? Sure. Is this like some major catastrophic mm-hmm. loss? It is not because this guy hasn't been playing very well anyway. Collins, by the way, is a torn ACL, so he is going to be done uh, for the year in this one. But this is fun. And you mentioned it, like strength on strength, best on best in a lot of different areas in this one. The Bengals 11-4 and four on the season. The Bills 12-3. and three, And the Bengals have just been on an absolute tear when it comes to covering the number. 12-1 uh, and one, their last 13 games, yeah. ATS, which is pretty it's, remarkable. It's crazy. And listen, and from an offense that we already think is one of the best, if not the best, in the mm-hmm. NFL, Hayden Hurst is going to be back tonight yep. for, for them as well. So now just add in another weapon that, by the way, was being utilized a ton when he was in there healthy earlier on in the season, got hurt, and then, of course, you know, kind of out of sight, out of mind type deal. But he's going to be back tonight, apparently feels 100%. Again, I don't think a lot mm-hmm. of people come come back and go, you know what, I'm I'm coming in about 70% tonight. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you don't really hear that very often. But th- this, you know, two win streaks, right? Six-game win streak, seven-game seven game win, win streak. streak. The Bills, though, if you look at this, 
not taking anything away from them because you to win six games in a row in the NFL is very hard. It doesn't matter. However, Browns, Lions, Patriots, Jets, Dolphins, Bears, right? It's not like murderer's row of teams that they were playing. Certainly not murderer's row of defenses. That's for, that's for sure. Jacoby Brissett threw for 324 yards against this Bills team in that game against the Browns. They had to kick a field goal with two seconds left to beat the Lions. They kicked a field goal as time expired to beat the Dolphins, in which the Dolphins actually outgained them 7.1 to 6.3 yards per play in that game. And then even the Bears, they beat, ended up beating by 22 points. That game was 10-6 at half mm. as we went in. In favor of the Bears. Like, that game was 10-6 Bears. Al, uh, Josh Allen was picked off twice by the Bears in that game. So, it, it is a, it's an impressive win streak, and they found ways to win all those games. However... It wasn't like the defense was this lockdown defense. It certainly wasn't like they were blowing these teams out. Again, two last-second field goals down to the Bears at halftime. Like, all kinds of stuff where I think if you if you take a look really kind of digging into this, that this Bengals team, at least as of late, is playing better ball as of late, right? I mean, like, we can shrink some of the sample sizes down. Like, if you look at year, year-long statistics – the Buffalo offense ranks a little bit higher than, than Cincinnati. The Buffalo defense ranks a little bit higher than Cincinnati. But then you shrink it down since week nine, so if we go to like the middle of the season and move forward, the Bengals offense, number one EPA per play, number one in success rate, number one offense DVOA overall in the NFL, and then on the defensive side of the ball, fourth in EPA per play allowed, seventh in success rate allowed. Now, the Bills are not far behind there. The Bills are mm-hmm. somewhere in that 10 to 12 range and stuff like that. But again, if you do shrink it down, even though the season-long stats say Bills – the since week nine actually says Bengals. So it's just, it's, it's fascinating. Really and truly this game is, is so, so crazy. Um, the total has also ticked up here in this game from the 48 and a half to we've seen 50, 50 and a half elsewhere um, during this win streak. So looking at both of these teams and, and mm-hmm. we talk about how, how strong they are in a lot of similar areas, mm-hmm. but during this win streak for the Bengals, they've scored on over 46% of their drives, third best in the league bills. Meanwhile, scored on nearly 45% of their, uh, of their drives. Fourth best in the league. Buffalo's third in the NFL in points per drive. Bengals are sixth. Bengals defense has had some issues, I, I know, over the course of the season, but now playing much better. And you've got a Bills team that's number one in red zone defense, fifth in, in defensive passer rating. So it's like a lot of these areas where each, like, they're both good at the same stuff, it feels like, yeah. coming oh. into this game, which is, is so bizarre. So when you look at this this number, though, 50 and a half, we're seeing it tick up. Do you think it could be more of that shootout style of game come? Of, of the two of the two outcomes that are on the polar ends, whether it's a shootout or whether it's like a, a low-scoring slog, I greatly, greatly lean towards the, the shootout mm-hmm. here because there's just a ton of weapons on both sides of the ball for these teams. And if you look at how the Bengals' defense and even the Bills' defense – they're really, really good against the run, right? And, like, Bengals' defense actually is is a top three unit against the run here over the latter half of the season. And so I don't think the Bills are going to find much success on the ground. I don't think Cincinnati's okay. going to find much success on the ground. So if they're just throwing all over the place and they got all these playmakers and they got all this stuff going, like, I, I lean far more towards it being – a shootout than not. And I mean, we look, I think it's going to get weird when you get to prop watch an hour or two, then yeah. you've got some stuff in your pocket. I only have one okay. prop so far. I mean, that's not to say that we won't end up on, on something else. But I, I mean, have like, a few that are like popping up okay. in my head. So I'm interested to get I your like, opinion I, on I, them. No, I would love, I would love to hear it. I mean, we, we, we look at Joe Burrow and, and the thing about this offensive line thing, and I know that probably people have been like beating you over the head with this all day long, but the reason he's still been able to have success, even though this offensive line has not been elite, they have gotten better over the course of the mm-hmm. season. They haven't been elite is he is averaging 2.39 seconds per throw. It's second in the NFL only to Tom Brady, and the reason Tom Brady gets rid of the ball very, very fast, because he didn't have a very good offensive line either, right? And so, like, these guys, high IQ quarterbacks that realize, okay, my only path to success is to not sit around and hold the ball, right? Like, I got to get rid of it, because if not, I'm going to be getting sacked or pressured or hit or whatever it is. And so, 
Burrow has figured that out. 2.39 seconds, again, only behind Tom Brady so far this year. And so I get it. Will the Bills get pressured? Yes, they will. And will Burrow probably get sacked a time or two in this game? Yes, but it's not going to be this like flood of like him just, you know, finding himself on his back the entire game because they just have built offense around where that doesn't happen, right? I mean, they just get rid of the ball so incredibly quick and they call these plays that 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 have him, you know, getting rid of the ball really fast. And the other the other thing that I want to and we'll talk about this more in prop watches. So Tredavious White did come back, right? And like Tredavious White was a lockdown lockdown corner when he was healthy. He's come back off of this deal. They had him shadow Garrett Wilson against the Jets. Wilson went six for 78. They had him shadow Jalen Waddell against the Dolphins. Waddell had 114 yards in that game. So I do wonder if, you know, we see him shadow like a T. Higgins here because I don't think they're going to put him on Jamar Chase, right? I think it's like you play Jamar Chase over the top. That's kind of what they did here. They had him shadow Waddell and not Tyreek Hill. So I wonder if maybe when we get to prop watch, if some T. Higgins props might not seem a little interesting because, listen, Trey White is just not – he might get there. This injury thing, you know, might take a little bit longer for him to, to come back fully, but he has not been the lockdown corner that we remember. Okay, yeah, we'll discuss some of those in, uh, interesting points when we get to Prop Watch again. That's coming up in hour two. We've also got Vinny Maiulo, odds maker here at the South Point, who's going to join us at some point throughout the next two hours on set. But in this game, the Bills are looking to take another step forward toward home field advantage and a first round by a win tonight would put them in the driver's seat for the Bengals. A win would claim the AFC North title a win or tie against the Bills would claim the title they are also still live for the one seed Cincinnati could literally at this point be a one two three five or six seed um but it's up for grabs in the AFC the Chiefs obviously sitting in that spot where we sit right now we still have not even talked about college football when we come back the college football playoff national title game is set and some score updates for you on the New Year's six games today At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Says final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Winter sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to VSIN Final Countdown, the uh, winter classic going on right now between the Penguins and Bruins. Uh, speaking of that, Hockey goal insurance, always fun. We got some some college football scores to update you on coming today. One game already in the books, Mississippi State and Illinois. The first game without Mike Leach, uh, who unfortunately passed recently this past month. But they get the win in the stadium with the Pirate Chip. And it was a, it was a feisty one for Mississippi State to get that win. Um, they were already, they had the lead. It looked like they were going to handle business. But then Illinois gets the ball back late and ultimately the uh, the Bulldogs here come away with the scoop and score to not only win but cover that three and a half because it was tight there. Yeah, it was one of those if you've if you've ever seen whenever we do all the ridiculous lateral things yeah. and whatever and all the stuff like that and it, you know it's look it's happened to it's happened to all of us. We either won a bet off of it or we've lost a bet off of it. So I mean it it happens and uh, it happened here. Yeah, the three and a half gets home uh, with one of the the scoop and score things with the all the little laterals as or, or Scott Van Pelt says the the pitchy pitchy woo woo he calls it <laughs> like at the end of the games uh, with all that so. Good on you if you had Mississippi yeah. State. Good Nin- on you. Nineteen ten, your final. Uh, that is the ReliaQuest Bowl, formerly known as the Outback Bowl, which is something I'll never get used to. Meanwhile, you must be the happiest camper of all time because LSU is a 15-point favorite uh, in the Cheez-It Bowl against Purdue, and 15 points not nearly enough. They had a 35 to nothing lead at the half, now up 56 to seven on Purdue. Not even Drew Brees on the sideline could help this Boilermakers yeah. squad today. This, this, I, I actually, me and my friends were texting like this was the least excited for an LSU bowl game I think I've ever been in my whole life like it was just it the game meant nothing they were 50, over two touchdown favorites against a team that like half the guys aren't playing also it was just like it was it's at 10 a.m. on a on a, well, two, on a Monday like it was just at like, least nice to have Jaden Daniels coming back next year that you know that that's going to be part I don't of it th- I do not think that's a good you thing don't? actually you don't? No, yes no I actually think yeah quite the quite the opposite oh, of that no. yeah yeah I, I th- thought you'd be happy with no that news. no 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 that would be that would All be right. ju- quite the opposite actually well your Tigers one, so. get over the total in this game by themselves total of 54 they got 
top 56 up on the board. Also, the Cotton Bowl ongoing between Tulane and USC. This was a, a one-and-a-half point spread despite Caleb Williams getting the start in this game against the Green Wave. They're currently up 42-30 to 30 with about six-and-a-half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Caleb Williams is it five touchdown passes for him on the day? It's just the hamstring and finger issue did not seem to hamper him one bit here today. That that defense, though, gets you over the total because they continue to struggle. Yeah, this is uh, the, the two-lane passing offense, I guess you could, if you want to call it that, uh, in, in the game so far. So Caleb Williams with 444 oy, oy, yards oy. passing, whereas Tulane has 117 in this game. Uh, That's just, because, I mean, USC's run run defense is so bad. They're just feeding Tajay Spears as much as possible. He's got almost 200 yards and three tutties himself. Yeah, it is. Uh, he, he's got a long of 62 in this one, and it's just one of those It's one of those things where you look at the box score at the end, like Michael Pratt's going to finish three of, you know, he's three yeah. of ten right now in this thing. Which is super uncharacteristic for him. Mm. It's a weird day for, for Michael Pratt. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, player for player, USC is the better team in this game, you know, right? But then it was kind of like this, is it, you know, season of destiny type deal or whatever for Tulane. It ends up, that look, looks like it's likely not to be the case here as USC is, is marching down the field yet again to uh, to add to this 12-point lead. But, you know, look, great season overall, no matter way, mm-hmm. no, no matter how you look at it. But if you're USC, you got to be hating yourself right now, that knowing that you could be, you know, well, could have been in the in the Final Four had you not slipped up right there at the yeah, end. Yeah, the Pac-12 championship obviously not going your way. But, I mean, largely because Caleb Williams obviously popped a tire and mm-hmm. wasn't able to have the day that we expected him to have against Utah in that title tilt. Speaking of the Utes, they will be on display in the granddaddy of them all later. Later on today, the Rose Bowl coming at you. Utah taking on Penn State, and we've seen a lot of movement when it comes to this line as well. Utah was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now they are a dog in this game in Pasadena. Total sitting 54-and-a-half, up from 53, which was the number even as early as this morning. That game starting in just about an hour or so. Uh, Utes and Cam Rising had a valiant effort in the Rose Bowl season to go against Ohio State. Rising gets knocked out in the fourth quarter with a concussion, and Ohio State and C.J. Stroud end up pulling out the victory. They want redemption here today, but Penn State getting the money. You uh, you actually have a bet in. in I do, and I have the worst number possibly. Well, I mean, you you didn't know how this was going to. You mean you didn't know how this was going to go? You didn't know how this was going to go. No, this is the a hundred. What what was it? A hundred years in a day since the very first Rose Bowl ever, and I think the quote that uh, that's making the rounds from James Franklin was he had to take take a look at the picture to see if Sean Clifford was actually in the picture because he's been around for so long. But Sean Clifford, by the way, 0-7 in his career against AP top 10 opponents. This Penn State squad in general under James Franklin, 0-11. So I'm taking my bet with the Utah Utes and hoping that they get through. And I know maybe this can be one of my New Year's resolutions because we will later in the show do our, our New Year's betting resolutions. Maybe I just need to say like, no more attachment to Utah. Maybe I just need to back off this Utes team in general because I went hard. I went hard on the Utes today. I hope they they pull it through for me to cover the two. But uh, I wish I had a point instead of laying two at this point now. It's 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 okay. It's okay. You it is listen. what it is. I mean, it's if they're gonna win, Come they're on. gonna. You know, I mean, you know, if they're gonna win, they're gonna win by a touchdown anyway, right? I mean, these games like tend to tend to kind of go like that, unless we're talking about, of course. The Ohio State and Georgia game, in which case, Holy you know, that was uh, that was not how, how that all went. So we we welcomed in a new state uh, in Ohio in legalized sports betting at at midnight in uh, on January the 1st. The kick went wide 11 seconds prior what to uh, 11 seconds kick. prior to midnight. And so, like, it was like sitting there and uh, that if that kick goes through. 
Ohio State gets pounded and the line just gets pounded into submission so incredibly quick because all these people are like already up and drunk and everything. Else. I mean, it's, it's New Year's Eve. Like they're up, they're <laughs> hammered, they're whatever. They're in. Uh, they're going crazy because you make this last second field goal. Whatever. Like you were about to get the best number ever in the whole wide world on TCU, and then of course that ends up not not being the case here. Forty-two to forty-one in favor of Georgia. I mean, it. it I don't know how much of this game you got to watch because all the, all of all of the the travels and things and whatnots and stuff that you had going on, but. It was it was one of those games where you look and if people were questioning C.J. Stroud and I think there were a lot of people who were questioning him as he heads into the NFL this year. I think he proved a lot of people mm-hmm. wrong in this game because I mean, look, look, there's a lot of NFL talent on that Georgia defense, right? I mean, like there's a lot of guys that are going to be yeah. playing in the league, and he went out and and showed you know it seemed like it was this the consensus had been like okay it's it's definitely Bryce Young and then it's kind of like okay is it Stroud or Levis is like that second guy or whatever and I, I think he's at least put himself in the conversation to where you know people have to put his name in the same conversation with everyone else well and I it's funny because remember how we talked like last week and the week before about um, Nick Saban's comments on on Bryce Young and Will Anderson playing in the Sugar Bowl and saying like how they could create value for themselves mm-hmm. when when I talked to coach Saban he said specifically that because CJ Stroud like the guy that Bryce Young's going up against mm-hmm. theoretically like in this draft process is CJ Stroud because he gets to play another game and he gets the opportunity to compete on this day you're going head to head on this day too. And so it was interesting to see Bryce Young have a five touchdown mm-hmm. performance, 321 yards, uh, five different receivers, mind you. So it was like the two of them kind of battling it out in terms of like their future prospects for those new year's Eve games. It, it was really, really fun to watch CJ Stroud, obviously so talented. Unfortunately they don't get the win because the walk-off field goal attempt doesn't go. So Georgia now they escape with the win 42, 41. They are seeking to be the first repeat champion in a decade, plus 425 to win the national championship in the preseason. So they were expected to contend. They were expected to be in a position like this. TCU was not. And what a win they get against Michigan. Final score, and now in 51 to 45, they led by as many as 18, but never trailed in this game as an eight and a half point underdog. They win. This is a team that was 200 to one in the preseason and picked seventh in the Big 12 media poll. Now they are one of the last two men standing would be the most improbable championship run in a really, really long time. What do you make of TCU and Georgia going head-to-head? Yeah, I mean, first, the thing about this game, really and truly, and listen, Harbaugh is a fantastic coach, and and any college program would love to have him. He blew that game bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it was bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. I, I don't Well, I don't and Michigan know, looked unprepared. I don't know what was going on there. The way that they were treating the last series where you would think – you'd have thought there was 10 minutes still left on the clock, mm-hmm. the way that they were running that offense and the way that they were calling plays and the sequencing and things like that. And it was just a very, very odd end to that game from a Michigan standpoint. I'm, I know there were several Michigan fans that, you know, I, I know and stuff who were losing their minds, and rightfully so, I think, because it just – a bunch, bunch of different decisions that didn't make a ton of sense in all that. I mean, but here we are. Georgia's nearly a two-touchdown favorite. They should be, most likely, in this scenario, right? I mean, it's it's one of those – it's it's almost one of those where, it's like, do you even take the points with TCU? Or if, like, if TCU's even competitive in this thing, like, 
don't they just win it? You know, I mean, like, I don't yeah. like, like, I mean, is it is better it money those, line or bust? Yeah, is it like one of those deals <laughs> where it's like they're either going to come out and catch Georgia flat or have an awesome, yeah. massively awesome game plan and go up against them? Or they're going to get trucked. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I could see that thought process a lot. I know a lot of the argument in this game is going to be that, like, hey, is TCU physical enough to face Georgia? And I think that that is something that they showed us against Michigan, outrushing them by 100 yards because that defense wasn't quite as finesse as they get the the talk about normally. So maybe they are physical enough. We'll see. Back to the NFL when we come back here on Beeson Final Countdown. Says final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today for just $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. If you sign up today, you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, all the great gear at our online store. But only VSIN Pro subscribers get this access, okay? You get our daily recap of the top plays made from VSIN show hosts and guests, betting splits, betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now and get VSIN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VSIN.com slash subscribe. How impressed were you? Matt, when you asked me oh, to, last okay. week, since I'm gonna to see, I'm you. gonna see your recollection then. No, what do you think? Give me a neighborhood as to uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, 117. Yeah. Mm, see, it, too high. It was 107. Yeah, it was ah. one, yeah, 107. It, 28 Canadian, but you were dead on. It was amazing. As you were doing it the read, amazing. I was using the Google machine. Listen, it was absolutely <laughs> amazing. I was very proud of you. Thank it you. warmed my heart, even as far Thank away you. as you were. It still felt like you were sitting right there. I was on the thinking desk. about you. Okay, so listen, we are very t- honest and transparent with you listeners every single day the wins, the losses, the everything. We had a couple miracle futures tickets come through this past weekend. Somehow, some way, I have not only cashed my alternate season win total, but the regular season win total on the Pittsburgh Steelers. A bet that I was so confident in in the preseason that fell so flat in my brain when Pittsburgh was 2-6 and six at one point this season. We got there, baby, with yes. the win over the Ravens. And then you, of course, get a dub with the Gigantes Kenny, coming through. Kenny Pickett with just the beautiful, the beautiful. What a drive. I mean, Listen, that what is, a drive. and if you're a Steelers fan, that's the type of play right there from a rookie at the end of the mm-hmm. season where you go, okay, maybe we got something heading into next year, right? Like maybe there's something here with this kid. I mean, that was just so incredibly poised, such a great play by him. And then yes, the giant, I thought for sure, all the injuries with the giants, the way that the schedule had panned out, the way that everything was going, I thought for sure this all over on the giants was completely dead and then they go out and beat the beat the commanders at the commanders 20 to 12 and then of course the absolute thrashing of the Colts this past week at 38 to 10 which by the way multiple guests we had on the show last week multiple people here at this network were backing the Colts in this game and I was literally sitting here going what, what, what are you saying what, that what, I'm what, what, literally, I literally I asked literally like what what am I missing here like this team is absolutely dead on both sides of the ball with a Lame duck coaching staff, lame duck quarterback situation, like uh, missing your best player, everything. It was, and it was just like plus five and a half on the Colts all day. Like it's like all over the place. Like I, I don't, I don't, do not understand 
what is happening here. Similarly, I do not understand the conversation about Jim Mersey keeping Jeff Saturday in the head coaching conversation yeah. when they go through that process this offseason. Sure Come on. Sure Come on. Yeah, sure uh, the are. Giants, meanwhile, with that win, clinch a berth in the playoffs for the first time in six years. The Buccaneers also officially win the NFC South with their win over the Carolina Panthers yesterday at 500 as an 8-8. Eight and eight. They are a division winner. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. The Eagles, meanwhile, fell short for the second week in a row of clinching the NFC East and home field advantage, uh, losing by double digits as a five-and-a-half-point favorite against the Saints. Minshew sacked six times, a costly pick six. What is going on in the NFC? Because the 49ers, all of a sudden, they're in contention for the top seed yeah. if the Eagles don't figure this thing out. The greatest, the, the, one of the greatest CLV tickets I'll ever hold in my life, and we'll see how it just plays out. But we were sitting here, and, and, and me and JVT were looking at some of these, like, look-ahead lines, right? And they had just assumed on these look-ahead lines that the Eagles were going to win this week. And look, they were, you know, they were five-and-a-half-point favorites, and so by the time it kicked off, actually, they'd gotten down to four. Um, so they just assumed they were going to play. I have a, I have a Cowboys plus four-and-a-half ticket in my account this week over the Washington Commanders because they thought the Cowboys would have nothing to play for. And so the Cowboys would then either rest their starters or only play the starters like a little bit. They are now three and a half to four point favorites are the Cowboys. So I have an eight point gap here, wow. eight, and a, eight, eight and a half point gap in the movement of this line. So I do feel, do feel good that I got that stuck in there as well. That's you mentioned awesome. Tom Brady. Uh, it's news coming through right now that as of right now, they are planning to play Tom Brady and the starters this week, despite them having nothing to play for. So the Bucks, Because they just as, need to get better. Whatever the connection that he and Mike Evans got on yeah. this week after not being able to find it all season long, they want to build on that. They want to keep figuring out what, that connection a little bit, you can tell. Yeah, really, really interesting. Interesting that they're doing that. Really interesting that they're doing that and really interesting that it hasn't moved here at the South Point either that the uh, Falcons still find themselves as three-point favorites in this. Uh, Go grab the plus three in, this. in so the commercial break. Just, you got five minutes. Just, you know, just saying uh, – <laughs> Uh, playoff bound bucks will still play Brady and starters in week 18. It says now, okay. of course they same deal. It could be like, who knows how long, right? I mean, it could only be for a half or something, but is a half of the starters with the bucks worth a plus three ticket in your account. You know, you, you can make that decision. I know it's a little bit squirrely, but as, as of right now, uh, that is, that is what they are going to do. Another thing has come through since we got on air, which is they have flexed the Packers and lions into Sunday night football for week 18, which I was commenting is, Really, really odd that they chose to do that because we could be we could be in the middle of a week's Sunday night, the last game of the year. That means absolutely nothing because the Lions could be eliminated by the mm -hmm. time that this game starts and kicks off. Which then also remember the Packers just have to win to get in the playoffs. And I know there's going to be conspiracy theories being pinned right now. Right now, there will be articles going up on the internet saying that the NFL wants Aaron Rodgers and the Packers <laughs> to get to the playoffs because there is a very realistic shot that the Lions know they are dead by the time this game kicks off. And then at that point, we're all human, right? Like getting a punch in the gut, like right before you go out and try to play a football game, not the best, right? So no motivation factor is certainly in play in that game, which I think is just really interesting that they decided to uh, – that they decided yeah. to put that one in Sunday Night Football. Okay, so let's let's get to those scenarios a little bit because the three teams in contention for that final wild card spot in the NFC are the Packers, the Lions, and the Seahawks. So Green Bay needs to win, obviously, and they're in. The Lions need a win and a Seattle loss, 
and Seattle needs to win in a Green Bay loss, and that's the way that things are going to kind of shake out for um, that final. Officially eliminated, the Jets done, Commanders done, as are the Saints, Panthers, and Raiders. But like I said, Green Bay controlling their own destiny here, four-and-a-half-point favorites uh, against the Lions. In the AFC, we already talked about Bills Bengals coming up tonight. Miami fell out of the playoff field with their two-point loss against the Patriots, who now have the final AFC wildcard spot sitting there. The Chargers move up to the top wild card position thanks to their win over the Rams coupled with the Ravens loss to the Steelers and Pittsburgh somehow still in the hunt uh, entering week 18, which is just absurd to think about. But this is a similar situation that they were in last year, right? Like they had to have a lot of things go right for them that that final week. It's weird. It's This is just a bizarre playoff <laughs> field. And the one seed's still up for grabs with the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals. Yeah, Mike McDaniel's actually talking right now to reporters and beat writers are coming through saying that uh, Tua's not even in the conversation to play this week. So we don't have to worry about that. He said that he's not even, you know, not even thinking about Tua playing this week at all. But he does say that it could be between Skyler and Teddy. So even with whatever this broken finger situation is for Teddy Bridgewater, I guess he's not completely ruled out at this juncture. So there is, there's at least that that's coming through. Listen, Guys, this is going to be the biggest news week of the year when it comes to trying to figure out what's going on and who's playing, who's not, how long they're going to play, what motivations are in in place, what motivations are not in place. Like we're just talking about, I mean, there's a chance that the Lions take the field on Sunday Night Football knowing that they just got eliminated eliminated from the playoffs. Probably not going to get the best performance out of a team like that. So, I mean, there's a lot for us to really unpack over the course of the week here. We will do our best for every little bit of news that comes through to kind of give you an idea of, of what we're thinking here. I mean, one of the other things that I saw that was a little bit interesting as well was the fact that the that the uh, Vikings play in the early window and the 49ers play in a late window um, this week. And so now while it's unlikely for the Vikings to lose to the Bears, who, by the way, just comes through as well, they have not committed to playing Justin Fields this week. Mm-hmm. So Justin Fields could sit for the Bears. But if the Vikings find, the, find a way to lose this game – then San Francisco would have nothing to play for either. And San Francisco could then, in theory, rest starters as well. And all. So there's just a lot of things that are that are in play here and a lot of things that could get get really wacky. So, uh, again, we'll try to keep you as as abreast to all this as we can. Like yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be ever changing, though. Because we just had the 49ers graphic up there, and I know we only have about a minute left mm-hmm. here in this segment, but I was really impressed with the way that Brock Purdy was able to close out that game against the Raiders yesterday because they had never been down in the fourth quarter in a situation with Brock Purdy yet. And my, me, as a 49ers fan, immediately was just questioning, okay, how is this going to play out? Are they really going to mess this thing up? And then they end up delivering and closing out the shootout win 37-34 over a Raiders team that, that continues to struggle. But how, So Brock Purdy and Jared Stidham, who would have thought yeah. that that would be as great of a game as yeah. it was? That ended up being the quarterback matchup of the week, which, yeah, no one, no one had that on their bingo card for no. sure. Uh, I think there's a lot to be happy about, and I think there's a little bit to be concerned about on the San Francisco side of things because I do think you don't like that Jared Stidham – Lit up that defense. A a defense that has been pretty stout, but again, not playing great opponents here as as of late. And then you get Jared Stidham going out and, you know, a receiver like, not that a lot of people can cover Devontae Adams because they can't, but having him just completely go off and all that, like, I Mm -hmm. think there's at least a little, and also the kicking issues. My goodness. So that's another thing that hopefully doesn't come back to haunt them somewhere down the line. some kinks to figure out. Yeah, Adams, though, over 150 yards, two touchdowns. More NFL on the other side. Stay with us on Beeson Final Countdown. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, CJ. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to VSIN Final Countdown. This segment of the show presented by Zin Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are too complicated to use or don't give you the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zin Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zin's made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zin online or find a store near you at Zin.com at ZYN.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We have a ball game and a scary situation uh, in the Cotton Bowl right now. The most targeting of all targeting. Oh my goodness. I mean, that was leading with the head and launching yourself if I've ever seen it in my whole oh my gosh. I mean Deuce Watts. At least they're both moving. Holy. Deuce Watts catches a great pass from uh, Michael Pratt as the Tulane Green Wave are trying to make a march downfield ultimately get into the red zone. He made the catch 
but took a nasty helmet-to-helmet hit. Really scary. The game's obviously paused right now um, while they oh, attend to those players, and they gosh. just keep showing the replay. Yeah, it's like, hey, all right, we get it, guys. No, no longer need to see this person's brain get scrambled. No, and, like, bo- and both players yeah. clearly impacted by the hit, and that's why they're trying to get them out of the game. Um, 17 seconds remaining is the, the booth-initiated review on the targeting yeah, call the here. Thing. There was no flag on that. No. Like, they didn't throw the flag on that. Oh, man, the booth had to say, oh, yeah, his him almost getting decapitated was definitely yeah, targeting. Maybe, maybe yeah. take a look at that. <laughs> um, Tulane down six, though, in the red zone, 17 seconds to play. So we will keep you updated. So they're going to get this, like, at about the five. Yeah, so, five or the six. Yeah, first and so goal. So they're going to have three chances at this for sure because, I mean, it, it, from the five, you can run three quick pass plays. I mean, like, they're, they're going to get three chances, if not all four, yeah. if they need it. USC closed a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the game. So uh, leave it to the green wave to make things interesting keep this exciting. Uh, we, we mentioned it earlier, but Tajay Spears absolutely having a day on the ground in this game. Um, okay, 17 seconds remaining. We will update you as that happens. We do have a final in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl, LSU closes it out a 63 to 7 final against Purdue two quarterbacks over 139 yards multiple touchdowns in this game yeah like we said it was nearly a 16 point spread for LSU um and, and it, it just rocketed up it just kept rocketing up as, as every one of the Purdue players was not going to play in the game and so with that we're sitting here at a at a you know, a complete and utter mismatch. As it, it was probably LSU's game anyway, right? And then, like, it was just a complete and utter mismatch after all the opt-outs and things like that. So, I mean, it's uh, – the win is, is nice, certainly, for LSU as they head into the offseason and trying to figure out what they're going to do. Because, I, I mean, you mentioned Jaden Daniels coming back. I don't know for sure that the job's going to be his coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Nussmeyer was a very good prospect or whatever. There's a five-star on the team as well that was redshirted this year. Um, Walker Howard, who who could possibly be in the mix as well. So, and the other problem with the transfer por- for portal is, you if you don't play these kids, like if you don't play one of these kids, like mm-hmm. they're gonna leave. Yeah. So like it becomes like that's another issue for for LSU to move forward. But they'll they'll take the win though for sure. Bill Hooker lets us know over on the Twitter machine. He said, uh, he'll he'll take this voice. <laughs> oh like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you, Bill. Yeah, yeah, so he'll take this voice. Thank so you, one, Bill. This, yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. So uh, he's digging it, you know. So. <laughs> We'll see what I can do. Uh, I've gotten Lindsay Lohan. I've gotten Miley Cyrus, whatever is happening here. Okay, so Tulane on the first down, incomplete pass. Michael, Michael Pratt, to, oh, they say no, it. no. Looked like, okay, they're, they're going to review that, right? On second and goal, it looked like it was a Tulane touchdown, but the referees the on the sure field think they, the sure saying think he no caught catch. It. Let's see on the we replay here. We get the good here. replay. It is. It is it a touchdown. It never touched the ground. It's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. That is going to that's going to be a touchdown. It never hit the ground. That's going to be a touchdown. They're going to win the game. Wow. Wow. Well, extra point pending. Extra point pending. Extra point pending. Yes. And Lincoln Riley unhappy. He's still saying no catch. So we're going to take a look at this yeah, again, yeah. but it, never hit it the didn't hit the ground from the angle we saw. Nope. Wow. Nope. The defender's arm is underneath it. So the defender's arm actually prevents it from hitting the ground. We need to get Sean King to call into the broadcast an look, hour or two. Look at this. See, the defender's arm is underneath the yep. ball. And he he prevents it from ever hitting the ground. <laughs> That's epic. Oh, he had such good coverage. <laughs> that, that, he, that he prevented the ball from being incomplete. Like, that's 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 going to be a touchdown. Alex, and, uh, yeah. Alex Bowman. 
That's going to be a touchdown. We can with, have an extra point yes. for Tulane to win this whole thing. That would be electric. That would also mean I would win my bet today because I was somebody that had Tulane plus the points. That and I, some partying that down I on Bourbon Street. I thought was dead in the water. Yeah. I thought it was dead in the water. Some partying down on Bourbon Street. This too. is fun. This is why we love college football, people. This is awesome. Look at look at these students who are sitting here going like, like this this is life for them. Like this is everything for them. Give right him now. the tutty. Yeah. I need to see the referee come out on the field, say that they are overturning the incomplete mm. pass call, and give me a little bit of satisfaction and peace of mind here. But right now You're gonna win your bet. This I, is happening. Don't see now you Gucci curse. This me. is no, this now is happening. Now you put this out in the no, world. This is happening. You are going to win your bet. This we'll is see. happening. You know who my I voice really you. sounds like right now? Huh. Willie Fritz. Have you heard him talk? <laughs> Is that what you think you sound? <laughs> is that what you think you sound like? Go Google Willie Fritz press conference. Little, My voice uh, sounds little, like that right a little now. Little fun fact about Lindsay Lohan: apparently, she has a new Netflix movie. Yes, out. she does. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, Christmas yeah, film. Yeah, little, little, that little, are, she's back, guys. She's back. Okay, we've got the, we've got the yes, rolling it is touchdown! A touchdown. There it is. There we go, baby, baby. Look at that. Let's the students go. go wild. The people that made the trip, look at them. These idiots in overalls, they're all happy. Everyone's, oh, except for the USC fans. I got mm. chills. They're multiplying. I need some of the Surrender Cobra shots. Like, come Alex on, where's the Surrender Bowman Cobra? Ties the game 45 to 45. Nine seconds remaining in the Cotton Bowl. Let's see, extra point pending. The only way if you they can, can win your this bet. game. And if Caleb Williams, oh, oh, oh. You don't the think old, you, six, the, six the, seconds is too much for Caleb is. Williams? There we go. Is six is nine seconds too much for Caleb Williams? No, this is it. That's game. You win. I'm oh, already calling it. Look at I'm it. I'm calling got, it. Okay, so I am not kidding you when you. I say like I have chills right now and they are that's real. A, that's a good one. I have covered three games for Tulane this season. I've got to know their players really intimately. They are a special group. This is a group of football players who last year won two games. They were displaced for a full month because of the hurricane where they were living in hotel rooms in Birmingham, Alabama. They were eating Uber Eats every day. They were working out at a Planet Fitness because they didn't have a weight room of their own. You know what? It is so cool. for. I am so happy for them. There are people who say they don't like sports. You know that? Boo those people. people. There are I'll people who say they don't like sports. People. It's the greatest reality show that there is. Oh, well, the producer Steph would, would argue with that. But, like, it's it's at least the second best reality show that there is. She's her, real, real housewife. A like win she for the Green Wave today. Also, just to put this into some historical context for, for how this team has been over the years. So, their first top 10 win period since 1983. They have lost 22 straight games to top 10 ranked opponents. Like, this is – we. Stephanie, call Sean King. We need to get mm. him on here ASAP. That is so what cool. Do we... um, of course, Sean King, VSIN host, um, the the greatest quarterback in Tulane history going back. The last time they had a successful season was when he was the QB and took them to the Liberty Bowl. And this is so cool. The perfect kick right there, too. The perfect yeah. extra point, 46 well, 45. The perfect kickoff, too, because it, basically, oh, yeah. it, it Sorry, made it to where but... they had to, they couldn't fair catch. So they, and so it's. It did run two seconds off of the clock, and as the guy should have done because he wasn't going to run it back, but he just falls to the ground. They're they're back behind. They're back inside the twenty, their own twenty oh. in this one. So yeah, it is. But uh, is seven seconds now remaining on the clock too much for Caleb Williams? 
the guy in his uh, the guy in his overalls doesn't think so. Look, he's he's very oh my he's gosh. very very happy. Like roll wave roll. The multiple multiple guys in there. You gotta shirtless. So I'm like as hyped up as I am about this, but as a guy like from Baton Rouge, you lived in Louisiana for so much of your life. Like, are you not stoked for Tulane to it's, see them have success? I mean, it's fun. I mean, like you know, I don't. Oh this my is a gosh. school that's supposed to be good Ooh. at academics. Yes. They are not supposed to be a football school. Yeah. They're not supposed to be competing in a New Year's Six Bowl and winning no. against a perennial power. This is so cool. It, it really, it really is. I mean, they, they they turned me down for law school, so I don't really like them. Oh, all that so much, that's, like, yeah, that's I mean, they, where the bitterness they, they rejected comes. me for law school. See, and that's like, another you know, thing uh, that's so great about about your yeah. your past and your they, life. They like, who would who would have thought though? Like, what was your what was your major in college? Uh, political science. So you could do it. It's trash. So basically a trash man. Yes. So, so basically a trash collector. That's glorious. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. This was supposed to be a segment about the NFL. It's okay. Listen, <laughs> this was this was amazing. Here it is. We're going to get the uh, the oop-de-oop to you here. The oop So we're going to get the oop-de-oop. And we might even get we might even get the uh, Tulane defensive score. Are we going to get no. oh, 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 oh. Okay. Let's not. Let's not allow this All to right. keep happening no. here. Oh boy. Let's just let's tackle oh, somebody. Brother. Oh, brother. He just threw it to himself, somebody. which was I and think. And it oh, is game it. over. There it is. Number 16 ranked Tulane Green Wave knocks off USC in the Heisman Trophy winning Caleb Williams 46-45. That is your final. Look at your win in the out of nowhere. And your girl is gonna collect was on the bet slip. She was about to rip that ticket up. I'm like, don't you rip that ticket up, girl? Don't you rip that? ticket You can't up. rip up tickets when they're digital. That's what we love brain. about the apps here today. A, you can brain rip it oh up. man, I am nerding out over this. This is awesome. We will get to some NFL when we come back. We got a great Monday night football game ahead of us and Prop Watch coming at you. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.